This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Me. Ignite Me is a boutique fitness studio in Solana Beach, California. Aerial yoga, group fitness at its best. Go to www.igniteme.com to sign up for your guest pass. This is the Me Project, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at themeproject.live. All right. Well, we are very excited to have Tammy D'Onofrio of Fit Chick. Fit Chick Lifestyle Brands. Fit Chick Lifestyle Brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were doing a little research last couple days on that, and we're really, really excited to incorporate people from the community. Um, I know you're based here in Solana Beach. You do work outside of Solana Beach as well? Uh, I would say 90% of my clients are in Solana Beach. Awesome. And they're all women. In terms of my products, I ship all over the country. Cool. Worldwide? Not yet. Working on I'm it. I'm sure I could figure that out. Yeah. But, um, no one, no one's asked. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're listening uh, abroad, order some products. I know specifically the granola is new and hot. We'll talk about that more later. But we're going to dive right into it and talk a little bit first about your background. Um, in the little research I did, I know you were kind of from the Midwest. Where specifically? Um, I grew up in a small suburb of Indianapolis called Zionsville, Indiana. Zionsville. <laughs> It's nowhere. It's in nowhere. The of nowhere. Yes. Yeah, it's like Bakersfield, yeah, Indiana, basically. Not a lot of um, fresh fruits and vegetables. It's kind of like a very small, like processed food, like lots of sedentary people, lots of smokers. Yeah. Not a very healthy place to grow up. Not a very healthy place to grow up. There's a quote that I really like from, from your site, um, and it says that you were basically raised in the Midwest by overweight smokers. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. So that's, um, you know, and, and another thing that you talk about on your site is that corn in the cob was about as fresh as it got when it comes to produce and, and kind of healthy, mm-hmm. non-processed things. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, you weren't, you weren't born into a healthy lifestyle. You weren't born into healthy role models, with the exception of your grandmother, it seems like. Um, one of the things I like uh, in the website, you talk about your grandmother was kind of like the foundation of inspiration for you with healthy eating. And I mean, she was talking about things that were ahead of her time. Can you explain that a little bit? Okay. Well, my grand- grandmother, Jane, was amazing. Okay. I named my daughter after my grandmother because she was probably one of the coolest people I've ever met. Just really um, down to earth. And she also just, she did her own thing. She was so outside the box in every way. She was an entrepreneur in the 1950s, a divorced single mom. In the Midwest. In the Midwest, which really didn't happen, you know. And um, she, you know, she just made it on her own. You know, she did what she wanted to do and she lived her life how she wanted to live it. And I I always remember, I lived with her a lot growing up. You know, she was my my foundation because I had a... um, I had a very um, abusive, neglectful home, and so she was my, my rock. And so when I moved in with her, it's really kind of when my life started to take a really positive turn. And Good. she woke up every morning at 5 a.m., and she was exercising. Um, what kind of exercise was she doing back then? <laughs> she'd jog in place. Yeah. She'd go outside and go for a walk. She'd do this, like, TV sort of, like, 20-minute workout thing, and... And then she'd do, like, this whole, like, wheat germ sort of thing. And she'd, like, make her own yogurt. She'd nice. make her own peanut butter. Like, I was like, this woman is crazy. Like, what Grandma, is what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but now I see myself. I'm actually kind of her. <laughs> You're kind of becoming all that, right? Yeah. That's so cool. So another thing that I really liked that you talked about was kind of your children and how that was a big inspiration in terms of specifically eating healthy. Um, but tell us a little bit about that process as well. Well, um, 
the active part for me was always something that I, I, was, I was born with. I, I always wanted to be active. I remember starting to um, running track when I was in junior high. It was an outlet for me because I, I, didn't think, I think I felt very isolated and kind of alone, like growing up. And when I started doing that, it felt good and natural to me. So being active was always a natural thing for me. I didn't have the what's a healthy thing to eat, you know, growing up in, in that environment. There's just not a lot of opportunity for that. And that sure, and there's not a lot of education on that either. Exactly. And, um, you know, I grew up in a, in a time where processed food was the go-to. That you was know, the norm. Pop-tarts, cereal, you know, those things that are actually horrible for you that my, my children have never eaten. And so as I, when I became pregnant, I was like, wow, what I'm putting in my body affects this fetus. And so slowly over time, I started realizing, like, so many things are processed, you know. And I, um, I just figured it out over time that actually making <laughs> fruits and vegetables, lean meats and proteins, it's just, that tastes better to me. Yeah. That's what my kids eat. They don't know what processed food tastes like. I mean, very limited, sure. you know. And so... Um, I, it feels good to have them ha- have that sort of foundation. You know, we were at a barbecue last weekend, and someone offered them Pepsi, and I was blown away. Like, my kids have never had that. They won't ever have that. And they so just declined it. They, they want nothing to do with that, you know. So, um, that's awesome. That's really where it started. And also growing up in Southern California, you, you have access to just really amazing healthy foods. Yeah, we so. sure are blessed here. That's for sure. My kids' go-to snack for my kids is you slice an avocado in half and put salt on it. So yeah. Avocado and salt. doesn't get much better than that. That's pretty good, I know. That's awesome. Cool. Well, let's kind of backtrack a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about your background, not necessarily growing up, but kind of what got you into your current line of work. Part of this project and this podcast, you know, is people learning how to overcome obstacles in life, overcome challenges in life, and ultimately learn how to be a successful human. That's kind mm-hmm. of the goal mm-hmm. of, of what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and obviously I met you through some mutual friends and, and some fitness stuff, but you know, it's obvious you're, you're killing it and you're doing your thing here in Solana beach and in Southern California, watching your brand grow has been a lot of fun. I'm really excited that you brought some of your granola to try out. So, you know, I know I am very curious and I know most of our listeners will be as well. Um, tell us a little bit about what led you into this health and wellness field. Okay. Well, um, First of all, it was more of a functional thing. It was I, I wanted to do something part-time so that I could spend more time with my children. And so when um, my son was four months old, I had gotten my certification through the American Council on Exercise. And so I just started with one client. It's like, okay, I think I know what I'm doing. And so um, just started training women. I was like, I knew I just wanted to train women because... You know, I, I can relate. I can relate to women. I, sure. mean, I didn't. I didn't really want that. Um, I mean, not. I don't want to sound sexist, but to me, spending my days training men and exercising with men is just not. It's not where my interests lie, and, I, and I knew that I could relate to women in that way. And sure. so, I just started with one client, and it just really grew from there. And what I found was. You know, it's changed over time. You know, we used to use, like, heavier weights. Now we just do a lot of body weight stuff, that kind of thing. But what I've found over time that what really resonates with the women and why they work out with me and why they stay with me is because I provide a safe environment for them where they can speak openly and freely about anything and everything. It's 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 really a, there's a huge mental component to um, working out with a trainer and you have that sort of trust. And Absolutely. what I've found 
99% of women that I train, there's usually some sort of emotional pain there that they have endured. And the best piece of advice I ever received, and I think why I'm, I have been so successful with the women, is that just be yourself. And I, I am probably the most vulnerable person you'll ever meet. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. There's, no one will ever accuse me of being cold. So sure. I, I just open myself up to them. I let them know that I am just like them. I have the same struggles that they do. But the one thing that I figured out how to overcome, and I think that, that the women just love this, is that you find your value, that you have worth. Because so many women come to me and they have, you know, they've had three kids and they really have put all their effort into their children, which, hey, that my kids come first too, but at the same time, not loving yourself and taking care of yourself because you really don't feel like, you know, you don't value yourself. And when they get that, finally get that in their head, that's when it really starts to click. Wow, I am worthy of, you know, taking good care of myself, you know, from the inside out, eating well, exercising. It's not selfish. It's it's loving yourself. And you can't really be a complete human being unless you love yourself. Absolutely. It's very difficult to accept someone else's love and appreciation unless you feel that on your own. And 100%. so that is really what the women get from me. I get emails at least once a week or text message. You send out positive energy. You love us unconditionally. Like this is what I, I, I hear. Yeah. And they're losing weight and they're getting strong the entire way. And they look good. They feel great. But that's what they always say. Mm-hmm. You make me feel like I'm enough. And right. that's just. You know, I think you it. touched on a really, really awesome point. You know, and I think any trainers, especially trainers that are kind of just getting into what they're doing, should really focus on is that, especially in this kind of area that we live in, you know, there's 500 different options for fitness. You know, there's 30 trainers, you know, within a five minute walk of where we're sitting right now. So, you know, the things that really separate people apart, you know, they're not necessarily coming to you looking for a workout. Yes, they are. They're looking to achieve those goals, but they're looking for someone that can really break through some of those barriers that they might not even know they have. Um, You know, I had a client, a female client one time come to me and she says, you know what? A lot of times when I'm training, you know, I am more vulnerable and, and then, any other aspect in my life, you know, and, and not even, you know, she was married, but she's like, I don't even get this vulnerable around my husband, you know? So these are relationships with their trainers, relationships with, with wellness professionals, I think are, are very important. And, and it's, um, it's a great point to, you know, dive deeper than not just the fitness. And that's what has obviously kept people coming back to you. Well, we have a responsibility to them to take care of them. Yeah, that's huge. That is definitely huge. What would you say is your philosophy when it comes down to, you know, fitness and movement? Because I really think you, you hit it on, on the head with your grandma. You know, she was just moving. She didn't have necessarily a trainer. She just got up and moved every day. Um, and so if you had to give someone, you know, Tammy's prescription for health and fitness, what would it be? Well, um, there's two components. There's the physical, physically, what do I think works for you? Mm-hmm. And then there's the, um, you know, mental side of it. Mm-hmm. So mentally you, you have to, you have to schedule that time like anything else in your day. It's, right. it's important. I, I will say this, that 
You need to work out every single day. It doesn't matter how fit you are, how healthy you are. You need to exercise every single day. And I think that can be daunting for some people, but it is a lifestyle. It's not, oh, I'm going to do this to get in shape. It's a lifestyle. You change your lifestyle to incorporate that every single day. And when you can shift in your mind that I'm valuable, I'm important, this is important to me, your kids will see that. Your kids will mirror that. If they mm-hmm. see you taking care of yourself, they're going to want to take care of themselves. That's huge, leading a good example for your kids. That's big. I really like that mirroring examples for your kids. And, you know, that kind of brings us to, to one of the next points, um, which is something I guess selfishly I'm really, really curious about. I'm about to have a kid any day now. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I'm curious about and I'm really looking to you kind of to in the experience as, you know, tell me about what it was like going from that transition to being, you know, not a mom to all of a sudden being a mom, a parent and thinking about, you know, career, thinking about income, Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. about staying healthy and active. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a balance there that I I really feel is important. I meet a lot of women. They just have a baby and their first goal is how am I going to get my body back? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not how am I going to take care of my kid? Not how am I going to be healthy? But, you know, it's almost this balance of finding the results you want, but also, you know, from, it's obvious that you, 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 you value healthy living and it's not just, you're not looking for that quick fix, that, that magic pill, right? you know? So tell us a little bit about your experience with that. Well, um, there's a big epidemic among women and it's called neurosis. (laughs) Neurosis. Yes. I think men too. They just don't want to admit it all the time. Well, there, Okay, women are judged much more severely on their appearance. Absolutely. And women can be very neurotic, and they can compare each other's bodies, and I need to be this or that. And And it's tough to turn that off. Becoming a mother, yes, you, you have a baby, and you instantly are in love with that baby, and you'll do anything to protect that baby. I remember getting on the freeway, leaving the hospital, and why is everyone driving so fast? You, you are <laughs> so, you are so terrified, this, this tiny little baby, and you're so responsible, and it's so overwhelming. But the, the process of incorporating that into your life happens gradually. And um, you ha- when you're a mom, you know, for me, I was a stay-at-home mom for three years, and it... It's a gradual process how you incorporate day-to-day motherhood into being, you know, you know taking care of yourself. Sure. You know, I had a double jogger. You know, you just kind of incorporate it into your day-to-day life. It's about being active. Right. And um, when you become a mom, it, for me, it was incredibly overwhelming because I, I didn't have a strong parental role model aside from my grandmother. You know, I, 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 my parents, they were really young parents. They had five children. They were very overwhelmed financially, you know. So um, it was not a a secure environment. So for me, I was at first a helicopter mom, and I I, I think I've relaxed quite a bit since then. (laughs) I've had to. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Um, Now you have two. (laughs) Yeah, you're so so overwhelmed. But at at the same time, you think about, okay, I have to take care of this child, but I have to take care of myself too. I have to be healthy and strong and also um, be an example for my child. Mm-hmm. So you incorporate that by, by having that mindset that it's not about, oh, I have to look good. I have to look good immediately. It's about, I am, I am a responsible adult. How do I take care of myself, value myself? Because if I get sick, then I can't be a good parent. Right. Y- you figure out a way to incorporate it, as in, like, like I said, you have to make appointments for that every day of your life. You have mm-hmm. to incorporate it in your day-to-day life with your children, with your partner, you mm-hmm. know, with your other children, and um, 
how I balanced it, it's, it's changed, you know, when you have a newborn versus, you know, I have sure. kids now that are in school and I could go into that at length. Sure. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a single mom, you know, right. I, I've been a single mom since my kids were two and five and that shifts things quite dramatically for that me. That changes the balance totally. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I had to, oh, I had to go back to work immediately. I had mm-hmm. to start making income, whereas I was a stay-at-home mom for three years. Like, oh, wow, whoa. You know, so uh, that's a whole other deal. But at the same time, oh, well, I also have time off from the children to do that. You right. know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, I, the best thing you can do is you can incorporate that into your day-to-day life. If you're a full-time, if you're working full-time, you know, your partner and you both have to be on board with sure. how you take care of yourselves. It's just not selfish. Right. And it's about feeling good and, and you know, longevity. It's about prevention. Yep. Because exercise is one of the single most important things you can do to fend off disease. Amen. And what's the other most important one? Eating healthy. That's right. Yes, of go. course. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's the huge. Um, yeah, I mean, you keep coming back to one thing that I think we should just really isolate on, and that's something that um, is the scheduling thing. You know, I have clients that, you know, rain or shine – it doesn't matter what's going on unless they're out of town or like something act of God happens, I'm going to see them. And those are the people that, you know, I see that maintain that level of, of health and, and mm-hmm. success, you mm-hmm. know, because they found a way, like you said, to schedule it, to incorporate in a part of their day. It's, it's not, it's not if it, it's when, you know, and it's like, it's part of their job, you know, just like you have to get up and most people have to go to work at nine every day. They don't question that. They have their work. Um, there's too many people that question, oh, well, I'm not going to work out today or I'm going to take a day off. And, and I, I really want people to hear that it's not about getting to the gym. One of the things I like about you is you do a lot of your workouts outdoors, you know, at the beach. And, um, you know, we're blessed here. We have the beach, you know, and it's beautiful here a lot of the times. But I really think it's important for people to hear that it's just moving. It's, it's not necessarily going to the gym. A workout can be playing with your kids for an hour, you know, playing soccer, playing whatever it is they love and, and really finding active things that, that you love. And that's huge. Um, I know I see some of your fake Facebook posts. You're always at the beach with your kids. You know, I can't wait for those days. You know, that, that's just, to me, that's what it's all about. And that's what being healthy is, is, is loving what you do every day. Well, I do. Gosh, I feel lucky, you know, but at the same time, you, you think about, you know, moms that, I mean, I get to exercise for my, for my job, you know, um, like you, you know, you're, you have your own facility here, but people that, you know, they work out, you know, within a gym sort of setting, they, they don't actually get to work out. They kind of have to watch their clients work out. I mean, I get to work out with my clients, so it's easy for me to fit it in. So I think the biggest struggle is probably people that work full time and how do they, how do they manage that with the kids and everything? So, um, there's lots of different things you can do. You just have to be creative, you know? I mean, I have a, uh, you know, I have a fitness video. It's like on, you know, you can download it immediately, you Mm -hmm. know, just stuff like that. You just have, you just have to make it, make it a priority. That actually, you just perfectly transitioned us into our next kind of little topics here. And I want to talk about you and your brands. Um, Let's start with Fit Chick. Tell us about Fit Chick, what that is, what you guys offer. Um, For those of you listening, www.fitchicksd.com. Tell us about that. Okay, well, it started out, I wanted, to, I wanted a feminine name, yeah. fit, because I, I, I only train women. Who so doesn't it, like a fit chick, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it started out a fit chick, and it just started out as training individuals. And, you know, over time, 
just looking at the needs of my clients, it became more, okay, now, now we also do group fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the women rely on each other to show up, you mm-hmm. know. And then um, I have an um, on-demand fitness video. It basically incorporates kind of most of the stuff that I do. I mean, a lot of the stuff I do is just body weight stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I don't incorporate a lot of heavy weights. And um, we also, I also have a, a company called Fit Chick Granola. Fit Chick which Granola, is that's the next thing I want to talk gluten-free, about. Yeah. Gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free. It's a lot of nuts and seeds. It's super, it's a kind of a condensed sort of granola product. A lot of times, you know, a lot of granolas on the market are a lot of sugar and carbohydrates. This is more fat, protein, and fiber. What inspired you to create a granola product? Because um, I think that's unique. You know, well, I don't know any other trainer that has their own food line. Well, it happened on accident because it's just a part of my life because I, I do so much cooking at home because there's a lot of shit on the market. You know, there's Most a lot of, of it is shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I make granola for my kids, I, and I... You know, as my clients have been with me for so long, they start to ask me, okay, what do I eat? I'm like, well, here, eat this. I, I just bring them in, like, little Ziploc bags. Here, sure. eat this. I remember one of, one of my clients, she'd been with me for a year. I'm like, eat this. And she's like, holy crap, this yeah. stuff is awesome. You should sell that. Yeah. yeah, my clients were the ones who told me that I should sell it. I was like, oh, really? You're like, so, Yeah, so I had one of my clients develop the logo for me, and then... You know, it just, it happened so organically and by accident, and I just started asking lots of questions. I found some mentors in the food industry that were more than helpful, you know, which way to go, and it just, you know, I started marketing it. So it's it's kind of a, it's a, a local phenomenon. Like, it's, I definitely, I have it in 10 different retail spaces here locally. In yeah, I've seen it Solana up at Beach, Seaside Market, Delmar, which is awesome. Cardiff, and Encinitas. And I have an online store. There's also like products. Like we do hats mm-hmm. and we have tank tops. My clients all like to wear that yeah, stuff, which I think huge, is great. Yeah, the name out there. Yeah. Um, I am working on one more trademark. Um, it's going to be called Fit Chick Fuel. Fit Chick Fuel. It's another um, food product. It's Tell basically going that. to be nuts and seeds, maple syrup, salt, just kind of combining all of the things in that, it's, that are in the granola uh-huh. minus um, the chia seeds because... <laughs> kind of hard to get chia seeds compacted yeah. into a nuts and seeds combination and um, getting rid of the um, gluten-free oats. So the granola, going back to that, this is your recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had like a compounding people put it together for you and kind of formulate it all. It's literally oh, no. just your no, recipe. I did it Boom. all by myself. I, I did several iterations, like just over time and to come up with what I feel like is the, is the best product and right now. And it's made here locally? Um, I have a gluten-free kitchen a commercial kitchen in Vista that I share with a couple other chefs. Cool. And that's kind of the way to go. It's yeah. how artisanal products are developed now. That's how and it I I literally have five clients in the morning on Monday. I go to my kitchen for four hours in Vista and I knock it all out myself. So you are blood, sweat and tears in there making this kernel. <laughs> you don't even have a, a, a chef or a cook making it for you. It's just me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. We need to get a video of that. And I have uh, two kids. And you have two kids. Single mom. Superstar is what you are. Let's talk about the video. I know you have a, a virtual beach workout. I was trying to find it. I only know on on Vimeo mm-hmm. we can see kind of your, um, mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like the little teaser, the little intro, the trailer, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, why you created it, and what people can expect. Okay. So I created that out of out of need, basically. Mm-hmm. I... Um, 
You know, the reality is everybody can't afford a personal trainer, you know, and and I I really want to be able to have my clients who can't work out with me, you know, five days a week. They can download this at home. They can do it at home. I put together what I thought was the best full body workout in, you know, it's 25 minutes long. I thought that was a a good length of time. Incorporate all the stuff that I love that works for me, you know, like top to bottom. It's also, you know, a nice cardio blast and... um, just really proud of it, you know, and, and I knew a videographer that had done mo- a lot of my photography, and he just did an amazing job, he and his partner, and um, I trusted him, you know, and it's just such a beautiful setting, yeah. and oh, also, some of my family members in the Midwest were like, oh, we would love to work out with you virtually, and I thought, well, I don't have <laughs> time for, to, yeah. for a virtual, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do this, and it's super affordable, you just, yeah. you download it on your phone or on your computer, and go, and, and where's the best place for people to go and download that? Uh, on Vimeo. On Vimeo. Yes. Cool. Vimeo.com. They can search Fit Chick. Uh, yes, exactly. Awesome. Fit Chick on Vimeo. Um, check it out. You can see the trailer there. Um, and it has a little description there. And any questions, you can direct directly to Tammy. Tammy, um, anything else you want to talk about in terms of your brands? Uh, what, anything you're doing currently in the community or anything else you want to promote? One of the... One of the um the things I'm, I'm, I started up this summer, I started doing a, um, a mother-daughter fitness training. And um, there's one of my clients who, she's been working out with me for a while, and she's really getting her mojo back, and I'm just super proud of her, and she's committed to her, her, um, her health now, which is great. And she started training with her daughter. But what I noticed is that, um, you know, I'm not connecting with the daughter as much because she's there with her mother, and I know what that's like because my kids are getting to the age where now they, they like, think Mom. I don't know anything yeah. and, like, don't hug me or kiss me <laughs> in public, you know. And um, so I'm starting this um, um, fitness program for overweight teens, girls. Overweight girls? Yes. Cool. Um, so I have... Uh, Do you have like, a name for it? I don't. You know, it's just I, I had an opening and the way the schedule worked. And so I'm starting to train these overweight girls um, on Tuesday afternoon. And um, it's just that's just something that um, I really know that I can make a difference in, in be her so life. Because, too. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of that is just a mental component. Sure. You know, there's some, you know, emotional pain or something that we'll probably be able to break through that we couldn't, you know, when she's working out with her mother. And um, I'm just, I'm really proud of that. So I'm going to start on that and see how that goes. That's something to be really proud of. I think, um, you know, even me as a trainer, I know that that demographic is sometimes a lot more involved and difficult and mentally draining, I guess. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just working out with a client. It's working out with with a teen and especially Mm -hmm. someone that may be dealing with some of those emotional issues, you know, so... Definitely kudos to you. You said Tuesday afternoon is, is when you're doing that. If there's any moms or dads or uh, anyone out there listening that may have kids in that in that um, demographic, how do they find you? Tuesdays at 1 o'clock. You Tuesdays can find at, me from my website. Tuesdays at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. FitChickSD.com. You can reach out to her directly. Um, Mother Daughter Fitness and now specifically, um, uh, I guess it's just, adolescent fitness. It's just her. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, I, I think I have an opportunity to really change her life going forward. Like she'll change her philosophy, her ideas on activity and eating well. And um, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. I know you do. That's, that's, um, I wish I would have had that when I was a teenager. Cause I, I wasn't 25 until I figured out all this stuff, you know? And so I'm still trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I have, I have a daughter and I think that I, um, as soon as I had her, I was like, I have to be a role model for her. I have to show her, 
show her mm-hmm. that I love myself, not tell her. Right. You tell your daughter, you're beautiful, I'm not. She's going to mirror that. And right so that. Yep. Um, my daughter has a, a pretty obvious birth defect when you look at her. Um, she has these extra veins growing in her leg. It's kind of a complicated thing, but we have this amazing group at Boston Children's Hospital who's been, who have been treating her since she was a baby. But she does have this, and kids ask her about it. And I can honestly tell you, she has absolutely zero insecurities about her body. And she lives her life like any normal kid. She never tries to hide it. She talks about it very openly. And um, I think that's just another um, example of just me not letting that define her because she's going to look to me for that to be something that she should, you know, hide or be fearful of or be insecure about. And it's just not an issue. That's another thing I think to be just really proud of, you know, and you meet so many kids that don't have any issues that are, that are dealing with real serious, you know, self-image issues and stuff like that. And, it, and, you know, really it comes down to, you know, their role models and the parenting, which yes. is unfortunate. Um, I guess lastly, um, any tips on being a good parent? We kind of were just touching on that. You know, I think love was one of the things you touched on. And, um, but, yeah, if you have any, any advice for, for single moms out there, any advice for new parents like I'm going to be soon, we would love to hear it. Um, okay, single parent. Um, it is the single hardest thing in my life to be a single parent because I want to see my kids every day. I don't get to see them every day. So I have to – I guess I have to – manage that emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing you can do in that is just accept it. It is what it is. Right. You have to co-parent with another person. Another thing is you can't stop having boundaries with your children. You have to give them guidelines and boundaries. Discipline is the number one most challenging thing as a parent, especially as a single parent, because you don't see them for a couple of days. They come home and you want it to be perfect. You want to be the nice parent. Always. But you're doing a disservice to them Absolutely. if you aren't discipline, disciplining them and giving them boundaries. I would say I am a very firm disciplinarian, and I, but I'm also, I mean, I am probably one of the most affectionate parents you will ever see. You can't hug and kiss your, parent, your kids enough. And you can't stop guiding them. You, 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 you know, I, I don't have teenagers yet, so I don't know what that's like, but be a positive role model physically. Show them what, what it's like to love yourself, have boundaries with them, discipline them, and hug them and kiss them. Hug them and kiss them. Yes. I love that. <laughs> cool. Well, Tammy, that's going to wrap it up. I want to thank you so much for being a part of our little project here, for coming down to Ignite and sharing with us a little bit about yourself and your company and your background. Um, hopefully, we can expand on this down the road. Again, fitchicksd.com for anyone out there listening. Um, so, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. What's up, guys? This is Andrew from Ignite Me. I want to tell you about my friends, Grace by Grit, a premium athletic apparel brand made for women by women. Check out their store on the 101 in Solana Beach, or as an exclusive podcast listener, visit their website at gracebygrit.com and use the code XOIGNITEME to receive 25% off. That's right, 25% off of their entire collection, www.gracebygrit.com. This is The Meat Project, weekly discussions with leaders in the wellness community. Visit us online at themeatproject.life.